last night at the Yingling Center. We told you that Tulsa basically led in all of the pertinent offensive categories in the American Athletic Conference. They were also second in the country in three-point shooting offense, 40.9%. And everything that you could do well as an offense, they did well. And we focused on the shooting, rightfully so, with their Mayberry sisters. Maya Mayberry is the older one who started off her career at Oral Roberts and then transferred to Tulsa last year. And her younger sister, Wybette Mayberry, was a freshman at Tulsa last year. That's why Maya came over. The question was whether Maya Mayberry would be in the lineup. She was. And i got to tell you, Maya's a great shooter, but all around, Wybette's a better player. She's just a great driver to the hoop, and boy, did the Bulls find that out the hard way as Tulsa was able to just run past them on many occasions while they were making their threes. The Mayberry sisters combined just struggled mightily against the Bulls last year, combining to just hit two three-pointers between them in the two games. This year, their numbers were fantastic. Maya shooting nearly 50% on threes, and both she and Yvette started off making their first two, and that was a big difference. They were already over the issues that befell them last year, but they also have a tremendous couple of freshmen, especially underneath with Tamira Poindexter. The Bulls got her in foul trouble early. She had to leave before the midway point of the first quarter, and that made a difference. The Bulls turned a one-point deficit into a six-point lead. Elena Chinecki, boy, did she have a huge game, would hit a three, and it became 13-7. to seven. But then the Mayberries started to do their thing, driving to the lane. I told you that Yvette was an incredible driver. How about three driving layups in less than a minute? And that just sort of set the tone that Tulsa wasn't going anywhere. Then, after the Bulls held a five-point lead, Maya and Yvette combined for three threes in a span of three minutes. The game was tied. And then the first half ended with a troubling sequence as Rebecca Lasky, good player, but she had started 0 for 6, back-to-back driving layups. And then Maddie Washington, who had not done anything in her last four games, scored 3, 2, 0, and 2 points, comes off the bench cold, jacks up a 3, drains it for a 5-point lead, 25 seconds left, they score a layup. It was a 9-0 run, and the first half ended with the Bulls down 36-31. to It did not get any better in the third quarter as Tulsa grabbed a 10-point lead. Again, two driving layups by Yvette Mayberry made it 51-41. to But, amazingly enough, that 10-point lead was the last field goal that Tulsa would make in more than a quarter's time. The Bulls had a couple chances to get it under five at the end of the third quarter in the last 90 seconds. Couldn't do it. So it was kind of a grinded out fourth quarter. Fortunately, Tulsa went cold. Here's the early portion where the Bulls, inch by inch, finally tie the score. Thought Sidney Harvey's three had a nice look to it. They're just barely missing right now, unfortunately. Now Yvette, good handoff. Romeo gets it away. That's what they've needed all game long, and they get it there. Penzon looks to run behind her back, feeling a little bit better. There she is. Janecki posting up for three. Looks good. Oh, just misses. Dulcie, go up strong. She does. It's a two-point game. Another offensive rebound. 54-52. 54-52. Okay. Now Tulsa's looking for somebody to get open for a three. They'll let Evans have it. She is out there for, again, Poindexter. They've got the Mayberry sisters, Lasky, Crawford, the freshman, and Evans, who's not an offensive threat. Yvette Mayberry wants to drive. Bermejo out on Good her. Good help. Absolutely oh, okay. rejects her. Now the Bulls can tie it up. They want to run. Chinecki oh, gets man. it fouled from behind. 
7.33 to go. The reach-in foul, and Christina Bermejo has made two ball. big plays defensively. Two big defensive plays on Wybet Mayberry. Both times, one sliding over to help, forcing the miss on that layup that Mayberry's been getting a free look at all game, essentially. And then secondly, great job there. Again, on the screen, switching with Chinecki, picking up Mayberry, and going up strong, going up straight up. Well, when I said that Menunga wasn't the reason they're losing her being out, maybe Romeo could actually be a reason they're winning. Bulls can tie or, of course, take the lead with a three in a game. They not too long ago were down by 10. Chineki into Dulce has a little tough time handling it. And oh, good point. Dexter blocks her shot. There's Romeo picking up the foul. That's a good call. Really fault. Oh, Dulce rejects Poindexter. What a block shot. Pinzon wants to take it herself. Looks up. Dulce away from the basket. Now she looks to drive on Poindexter. No, that no, is a charge. No. Poindexter no, absolutely flopped. Dulce stuck that elbow out. That's what happened there. And that's only her second foul. But man, oh man, with the chance to tie or take the lead there, you just had a much better feel about how that would go. Wyvet Mary free throw line. That looks better. Off the mark. Bulls have another chance. Chinecki sees oh Pizan up ahead. Layup to tie and no good. Harvey gets fouled on the putback, but Pinzon, who is on zero points for the game, got ahead of Yvette Mayberry and just had a little too much going there. So the Bulls are really having to fight to even this score, and you would like your chances in a normal circumstance with Sidney Harvey going to the free throw line. But after what just happened, you just don't know. Two games, no points yet for Pinzon, yeah? Yeah. Fortunately for the Bulls, they're down by two. And Tulsa has cooled down. Harvey makes the first. Okay. 54 to 53, Tulsa with the lead. The I Golden Hurricane have missed their last seven field goals. The last Good one they defense. made put them up by 10, 51 41. Oh, <laughs> and no. she does miss oh, it. There but we Tulsa go. knocks it out for Mayo. Bulls down by a point. Jose Fernandez says, hold up. Now it's to Pinzon. Fakes the shot. Oh, there. Wants to drive in and a foul. That is going okay. to be, by the way, a trip to the free throw line. So you weren't kidding yeah. about the officiating. Yeah, it's tightened up a lot. They are already in this quarter having committed six fouls, Tulsa. There Makes it. Tie game. The Bulls have only made one of their last seven from the floor themselves, but they have a chance to take the lead here. No oh, good. Oh, wow. Okay. Pinzon has missed several free, free throws in her last two games. Not like her. But we're tied with six minutes to go. All okay. even. We'll take, we'll take it. All <gasps> things considered. You heard a lot of stuff there, and we're not done yet. But you also heard, and I got to find out for certain before I make any statements, but I'm pretty sure that was a actual coach on the Tulsa bench yelling miss it. And if that's so, that is definitely unprofessional. Now, for somebody in the stands, I guess all's fair, but you could tell he was getting on my nerves, and they were doing that a lot in the fourth quarter because the Bulls were getting to the free throw line a lot, and man, was that a difference. So many times in the first three quarters, Dulce Fink and Mangiotti, especially in the first half, we thought was getting hacked underneath. Now, she was still scoring to the tune of five for eight, 11 points in the first half, but the fouls weren't getting called. Another thing that switched in the fourth quarter in the Bulls' favor outside of getting to the line a lot more was definitely rebounds. They were down in that category at the half. They controlled it, had so many second chances in the second half. This is the middle of the fourth quarter when the Bulls at long last take the lead, only to find out 
It was not going to be an easy finish. They called a timeout to run a play, and it was for Chinecki. Maybe they do it again here. So you've got the starters, but for the power forward, Manunga is back on the bench. But again, she departed early in the second half and probably won't there come back is. in. There's Chinecki finding it. Thought about pulling a three, wants to drive mid-range, puts her head down, puts it up and in! The Bulls have the lead! 56 yeah, really to 54, she's got 24 points, and the Bulls finally have taken the lead. Now get out on that perimeter. And it is a one point lead, make it a tie game at 56. 4.25 to go. Boy, Chinecki has been great Amazing. Yeah. today. Those were the no. first two points of the quarter for Tulsa. Bad pass by Pinzon. Poindexter, Dulcie affects her shot and swats her shot. Out of bounds, Poindexter with all her blocked shots has had a couple of them tonight. Blocked by Dulcie Fankamangiadu, make it three. <laughs> Vivette Mayberry bounces it to Poindexter at the elbow. Out to Rebecca Lascai, she likes to drive, gets it to Yvette, wants to go around Sydney Harvey. That's gotta Finally. be a charge, absolutely. Finally. They have not gotten that call, it seems, in forever. Tied up with 3.40 oh, no. to go. Pinzon wants to find Dulce. That's gonna be a tricky pass if she gets it over to Vermejo instead. Oh, there she is. Handling the ball, lane opens oh. up, misses, but Dulce gets the board, shovels it over to Vermejo. Big shot in the end! Second chance for Vermejo, and the Bulls take the lead, 58-56. Maddie Biddle can okay. shoot him, drives around, pins on, and lays it up and in. We are tied. That was a good take by Maddie Biddle, becomes the second in double figures on the other side. Bulls ball, tie game, tied yes. at 58. First field goal of the quarter. First field goal in more than 10 minutes wow. for Tulsa. So you'll take it, all things considered. Chinecki wants to take it, yep, and she's fouled. Play. She'll get to the free throw line. 2.09 to go, tie game. Chinecki at the free throw line. Makes it. Yep, Whoever miss it guy from Tulsa, he's very annoying. Coach uh, Fernandez pointing out Penzon here. Putting in Miha with two minutes left. Ooh, very, very interesting. Observation, 2.09 left, rolls up 59-58. Makes a second, Chinecki has 26 points, Whew. and it's a 60 to 58 lead. Okay, this is where you gotta get the stops though, right? Also with two minutes to go, best shooting team in the league. Biddle wants to put her head down, this time out to point Dulcie, Dulcie, but Dulcie jumped out on her, Bermejo heads her off for pass and one. What a move by Poindexter, ties the score with a chance for the lead, and that was just a phenomenal shot by Tamara. If you couldn't tell, the crowd was totally into this game. It was around 1,600 fans. It was salute to service night, so you had members, I believe, from McDill there. It was an outstanding environment, but it was definitely not going to be an easy finish. As you just heard, Poindexter completed the three-point play. She was not done making big plays, but the Bulls were making big free throws and calling up a lot of plays for Elena Chinecki. Here's what went down in the final couple of minutes. And we begin with Tulsa ball because the Bulls, Elena Chinecki just missed on the other end. And so it was Tulsa ball and the lead getting near a minute to go. Out to the sky, passes on Good the three. Team. Good defense from Mayo, thought she might have traveled. Out to Poindexter, Dulce jumps out on her with seven on the shot clock, tries another move to the hoop. Double. Shake, bake, extra pivot step, no good. Good defense by Dulce. Oh. A minute to go, Pinzon wants to run. And just held on to the ball. That was smart there. Bulls will throw it in with Chinecki down 61-60. Get it into the hands of Pinzon at the logo. Finds Chinecki. Drives to the hoop. That's a foul. And oh, it just rims out. Not a bad look at all. Hoping to give the Bulls a lead here. Oh, 61. I like that Derek, you're upset with that 61. guy. He's going to miss it. Brammer and me saying the same thing. Anthony Brammer, video coordinator for the Bulls. <laughs> Tulsa will call timeout if this goes through the hoop. Tied at 61. 
in your face. 62-61, Tulsa calls a timeout. 42 and a half seconds to go. Obviously the Bulls will get another chance no matter what happens here. They get it to Lascai at the logo. Defense, or fan, I'm sorry, fan's going crazy. They oh. get it off to Yvette. Lascai thinks about it three, almost walk. 18 on the shot clock, there's 11 seconds difference. They hand it to Yvette Mayberry. 23 points, Harvey on her. She wants to drive, no help. But it rims out. Oh, no. Poindexter gets the board and puts it up in. in. Tulsa leads with 20 seconds left, 62-61. So a missed layup, but they make the putback, and it is another timeout for the Bulls. Bermejo is going to throw it in bounds so right in front of us. Even about the and Janeki tries to set a screen. Someone needs to come open. Get rid of it, Chrissy. And oh she God. barely oh does God. to Dulce. Back to Bermejo, 15 seconds. Oh now Janeki wants to drive, and Biddle gets her away from the ball. Uh, the basket goes in, but she will go to the free throw line with 12.4 seconds left. I got to be honest with you, that was almost five seconds on Bermejo. 63-62, Tulsa leads. Janeki's made some big ones, but she's got to keep going here. Yeah, that's what Tulsa's saying. Long. Oh, it's in. It I thought that long. one was long. I'm <laughs> I sorry, everybody. Long. I'm so very happy to be wrong. <laughs> sorry to mislead you. 63 apiece. She is too shy of her career high. Proud is all on its feet right now. Biting her nails and hoping for Janeki to make another free throw. And it's good. Both right. of those hit the back rim. Tulsa will call a timeout. What a performance by Elena Janeki, folks. 30 points. They get it to Wyvet Mayberry. She has it at the top of the key against Cindy Harvey. Wants to drive on her, oh, gets no. right around her. It's short! Dulcie pulls the rebound, six seconds to go. Miha gets the ball and will head to the free throw line. So that's the second time Wyvet Mayberry, who has been great in this game, misses on a drive and layup. She was and open. I don't know how. She was helping. Up by one with 4.7 seconds left. Nope. Long, that's nope. all right. Nope. Long's good. Tulsa will get another chance, and they get to advance the ball. <laughs> do you think oh about my. putting someone in, in the lane? You do not. Tulsa nope. will nope. advance the ball here. Try and make this one to force them to make a three, and that's good. That's it. Good and job. Tulsa calls I mean, its So 65-63, you would have preferred both of those go in, but the second one goes in, and Lozic will stay in. So good. what an amazing, eventful second half we've already had in this game and let's see what happens bulls Five, trying to make it for starting oh no. point extra that looks good and it's off the mark and it's over tamira poindexter from our oh angle. wait he's gonna call a, that was straight on he's gonna call point one and there will be four tenths of a second left so it's a two-point game four tenths of a second you can't lose either way because if you make them both she misses the right. first that's all right if you make them both it's a four-point game it's over even if you miss this one they have to go the, the length of the court with a catch and shoot and she Good makes girl. it there you so go now they have to throw it down the court that's their Stay only back. option it's a three-point game and sydney harvey intercepts it 66 to 63 thing. is the final and that was a heck of an effort by tulsa but a heck of an effort by the usf bulls yes. as well 66-63 the final. Some amazing stuff there and really credit to Tulsa, which came in with a 12-2 record. Honestly, should have started off 11-0. Their 10-0 start was a program record and a program longest ever winning streak. And then they had a 12-point game late in their 11th game against the other USF, San Francisco. So, hey, Tulsa is, what, 11-1 against teams not named USF. 
but the Bulls get them, and they needed it. We'll hear from Jose Fernandez here after we give you some of the key numbers from last night. The fact that Tulsa had more turnovers, 13, than assists, 12, was huge. Again, Tulsa, one of the top teams in the entire nation, assist to turnover. They shot around their usual percentage on three-pointers, 7 for 18, but did not make one in the fourth quarter. For that matter, neither did the Bulls. So the free throw line really did, especially with Elena Janecki hitting six in the final two minutes, make the difference. Bulls were 10 of 14 in the fourth. Tulsa just three for five. As 12 fouls were whistled on Tulsa in the fourth quarter, 11 in the first three, and I thought that's why their head coach Angie Nelp looked a little hastened through the handshake line, but man, she did a great job, and certainly Tulsa earned the Bulls' respect. Yvette Mayberry did score 23 points and was a thorn for the Bulls, but she was only two of nine in the second half, so they did a much better job getting help when she tried to just put her head down and take it to the hoop from one of the Bulls' post players. Dulce Fankamengiadu, 17 points, 11 boards. And Elena Chinecki led the way, 30 points, 10 of 24 shooting. Elisa Pinzon almost got shut out for a second straight game. She did, though, have seven rebounds and six assists. And speaking of rebounds, Bulls in the second half out-rebounded the Golden Hurricane 30-17. to Those numbers favored Tulsa plus five in the first half. That was enormous. 18 offensive rebounds for USF. Unfortunately, three-point shooting continues to be in a lull. Maria Alvarez has been a factor lately. You'll hear what happened to her in a second. Chinecki, three for six. Rest of the team, one for 11. But it was enough. Christina Romejo, seven points and nine rebounds. By far her season high in points and her career high in rebounds. She was a major factor as Betty Menunga left early in the second half, among the things Jose Fernandez discussed with myself and Bridget after the game courtside. We're just beat up, you know. We're just not the same team we have been. We got a lot of guys nursing some injuries. And like you look at it, I mean, Betty. Betty doesn't play 20 minutes of the game. Maria goes down with a concussion. Pinzon's getting back to where she So it's just, you know, right now we just got to find ways to win. And we found a way to, we found a way to win tonight. You know, credit Tulsa. Yes. I think she's doing an incredible job. They play hard. They attack you downhill. They shoot the three. <laughs> we need some time to get healthy and get back to where we were, and we're just not going to get it. So we're going we're gonna to have to rely on you look at the guys we had on the floor and Lazic and Bermejo out there that haven't got a lot of experience and, you know, Sarah. So we've got to find different lineups to, to just uh, get through, get to, get to the finish line. We'll figure out how many can practice tomorrow. <laughs> Probably not many. So, we'll have, I mean, we got two, three guys that are just playing game days right now. If you weren't with us, yeah, Maria Alvarez basically plowed into a Tulsa player who was shaken up, and then Maria popped up, and you could tell was just a little bit out of it. Betty Benunga left early in the second half, and who knew that that would be a fateful situation in the Bulls' favor because Christine Romejo just hadn't been much of a factor offensively, but made some key buckets, was not afraid to shoot the ball, and always does her rebounding and defensive thing. So that might have been the moment, and we're certainly not saying Betty Menunga shouldn't come back because she should, but in this game anyway, and they've had that happen a couple times this year, the comeback from down 16 against VCU, which did not feature Chinecki, 
or Harvey in the fourth quarter. Remember you had Sarah Guerrero and Ariel Wilson playing the entire fourth quarter. So they've had a couple games this year where they've had to come back from double digits and kind of went with a different lineup. And in the last few minutes, it was an offense for defense thing. Lozich coming in for Pinzon, that's how much Pinzon was struggling defensively. But she'll get it back going, and the Bulls at least get the win. They're 13-5 and overall now. 3-1 in the conference. Temple is 3-0. Rolled at ECU last night, 56-41. Here's how tough the league is. Cincinnati, which was winless, went to Houston and destroyed the Cougars 71-56. Also, Tulane got a challenge but beat Memphis. So even teams like Memphis and East Carolina are not pushovers. UCF at the top of the league, 4-0. Temple, which is Saturday's opponent for the Bulls, also 3-0 alongside of SMU. Even though the Mustangs are on a pause right now, then the Bulls are at 3-1 and it drops to 2-2 two and two with Tulsa, and the other six teams are all below 500 in the league. That'll do it for Bulls Beat on a Thursday. Thank you guys for listening. Horns up. I'm Derek Sharp.